Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. From Mansur's on the Boulevard, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. As Louisiana tries to grow its workforce, we hear a lot about the energy industry, health care, and the food and hospitality sectors for which the state is so well known. Today we're visiting with two guests who are creating opportunities in two other areas, tech startups and film acting, helping budding entrepreneurs and aspiring actors create companies and careers. It might not sound like they have much in common, you might be surprised. With me today is Stephen Loy, Executive Director of the Louisiana Tech Park on Florida Boulevard. The Tech Park was created more than 20 years ago to drive economic development and job creation by providing tech startups with resources to bring their products and services to market faster and more effectively. Stephen has been Executive Director of the park since 2011 and has been with the organization since 2004 when he was hired as their Director of Communications. He oversees day-to-day -day operations, helps develop strategies to attract early-stage companies, and manages one of the signature programs, Tech Park Academy. Stephen, it's a pleasure to see you. Thank Thanks you for, for having being me, here today. Appreciate it. While the Louisiana Tech Park is growing the entrepreneurial ecosystem, Jensi Hogan is helping to grow the local cultural economy through the drama school that she founded and run. It's called Love Acting, and it's specifically focused on teaching film acting as opposed to, say, stage acting. She's also a professional actor herself who founded the school in 2013 after returning to her native Baton Rouge after eight years in Los Angeles. Jensi has produced short films as well. She's co-directed a Western epic, worked as the producer of a biopic directed by Ethan Hawke, and is currently a recurring character named Vera Minder on the TNT hit show, Claws. So Jensi, you've got a lot going on. It's so cool to know that there's this whole world right here in Baton Rouge. Thanks for being here on Out to Lunch. Oh, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Good. Well, Stephen, let's start with you. Um, I think a lot of people past the tech park, mm -hmm. big building there on Florida, used to be Bon Carré, Bon Marche, mm -hmm. and they know something about it. Um, they also know the name Nexus Louisiana, perhaps, right. which right. we hear a lot. What what all goes on there? You're, you're a business incubator and accelerator and also part of like a larger tech startup supporting we are, organization. We're, we're a nonprofit organization that helps support entrepreneurs, more specifically technology entrepreneurs. And we do that with coaching, capital, and connections. So coaching, we have our member companies, and so we meet with them on a quarterly basis, check in with them, see what resources they need. And usually some of the resources that they need are funding, so that's the capital part. And um, so we uh, help them try to identify what, when they say that they need capital, what does that mean? We all have seen Shark Tank, and so that's the first thing. Oh, I need, uh, you know, I need Shark Tank money. 
no, that's usually not the correct <laughs> answer. So right. we kind of help walk them through that. And then connections as well, because um, they usually, most of our entrepreneurs know their technology and they're an expert in that, but they may not know the other aspects that can help them um, grow their business. As For example, we had one, uh, one of our members reach out to me last week and he's having issues with his health care. So I was able to connect him to someone who was able to help with that. So it's just, sometimes it's all about, you know, the money and finding capital. Sometimes it's the other parts of finding, you know, health care for you and your employees. So great. And you're specifically over the tech part. The tech part, right. And that's, that's more of our physical location, like you said, on Florida Boulevard. We've been there for over 20 years. And, but we also have other programs, Ignition. We have Ignition 1.0 which is for companies that are people really with ideas who have an idea for a company but maybe don't know who to sell to. I always say if you don't have customers, then you just have a hobby. And we're not in the business to help hobbyists. Mm -hmm. That's great to have a hobby, but that's just not what we're into. So that's 1.0. And then 2.0 is for those people that are looking to uh, looking for outside funding. What does that look like? Very good. Well, we'll dig in a little bit deeper, but Jen C., let's bring you into the conversation. Because for 10 years now, you've run a film acting school right here in Baton Rouge while you are also an actor, actress yourself, and producing films, short films, long films. Tell us what your scope of, of services. So my dream is to just tell stories that are truthful and inspiring. And, you know, I, you know, I started as an actor, as a young person, and got a degree in theater and then moved to Los Angeles to pursue my dreams. My parents kept saying, the industry's building here. Come back, come back. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I heard about my cousin who got a part in a movie that I would have totally loved to have. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> so I came back to the great Baton Rouge, met my husband. We built a beautiful film and photography studio on Goodwood Boulevard where we built an acting studio for film. And I, we had had our school for a while, but I knew that if I had that building in the street frontage that the school would really grow. And it's amazing how much exposure we've been able to give young people um, to the agents and casting directors and, and just different directors that I know through having a showcase every year for their talent. Um, and making movies really in Baton Rouge is my full on dream. And I wanna teach these young people how to do that as well. I actually had a 13 year old write her own script we wow. produced it together, her and her dad and I, we all got together and we did it. And then it was in a big film festival in Shreveport called Louisiana Film Prize. And we won the top five. Oh, that's so fantastic. that's one of the, it's Hadley Renato. She's this amazing young, now 16 year old, uh, pursuing writing now and, and she wants to go off to these big colleges to do that. So that's kind of a, a, a really yeah. cool story that came out of what I've been doing. Um, we made a feature film called Days of Daisy, and we hope to make many more feature films. Right now, Days of Daisy is on Amazon, and it's about a teacher that is inspiring young students in the arts. So, you know, um, and finding her way, and, and they end up saving the art program, and it's a really beautiful film that you can watch on Amazon. But my dream is to make period drama, big, sweeping, epic, historical dramas wow. that tell, you know, the history of Louisiana and bring it all together and really put a lot of film industry people and creatives to work right here in the state. Fantastic. And how many students do you have? You mentioned young people. Are they mostly kids, teenagers? Actually, or? I would say we have a range from nine years old to 50. So you can be any age to start an acting career, honestly, here in Louisiana. I call it the both-and career. You may need another little side hustle, uh, <laughs> yeah. but... There are so many opportunities here for people. And some people have always told me, oh, I'd always wanted to try screen acting. I just had this sense that I wanted to be in a movie. And I'm like, well, let's start with an acting class, see how you like it. If you fall in love with it, stick with it for about a year and a half or so. 
we'll work on trying to get you an agent, get you connected into the industry, and then you can start auditioning for these small parts. Because a lot of times we have the big movies that are made here, but I've made a career on small parts in Louisiana, and they my roles continue to grow based on the opportunities I've been given since you know my early 30s since I came home from Los Angeles. Los Angeles was hard to make it in, but I tell people, start in Louisiana. You can do it here, Mm -hmm. and then move to L.A. once you've got your big reel and all your good stuff you've got going on. The barrier to entry is lower. Yes. Which is not an insult. It's just a small pond. Yeah. And, Stephen, do you see that in the tech sector, you know, where maybe there's a million companies doing this out in Silicon Valley, but here in Silicon Bayou or whatever the buzzword was. Exactly. yeah, yeah absolutely like when you were saying that i was thinking the same thing we tell our uh, members it's like you can go to austin you go to boston but you're going to be one in a million out there here in our community um you're going to be lifted up and there are going to be resources here to help you and uh, you know our our community you know we're, we like to say we're a big small city and everyone knows you're always one or two people away from uh, from meeting someone so you can really be successful here and the community loves entrepreneurs and then especially technology entrepreneurs because they they know it's not just the jobs of tomorrow it's the jobs of today and, and they want to help support you from businesses to just uh, anyone on the street you you say that and I think there are people who really do love it and support it but we've heard on this show so many times from people who say we don't have enough of an entrepreneurial ecosystem and I think they're not just referring to capital they're willing to like people willing to take a risk on a startup right. you know yeah. and so I mean do you see that changing or are you just in the world where y'all do support startups well we, certainly we do and we know uh, other organizations that do I think here in Baton Rouge the um, the organizations that help entrepreneurs are growing we meet um, every quarter at the Baton Rouge Area Chamber, in, um, that, and we meet in a big U. And it used to be a U. Now it's actually a circle because there's so many people starting to are there. I do think we always need to be able to connect people to the right resource and knowing. And I think that's maybe if there's, there's several things we can improve on, but one is connectivity, making sure people who have an idea are able to connect to the appropriate people that can help them. That's great. Jensi, I'm fascinated by something you said a minute ago about how you really can support yourself here as a, you know, as an actor and actress with small parts. Um, what is the market like? What is the ecosystem for for film acting, especially now that you know the tax credit program was great and then the tax credit program died and now it's building back up? What's going on in Baton Rouge? movies and films and TV shows and commercials. Yes, well, strike aside. We had a big strike and oh, writer yeah, strike right. and strike. <laughs> but um, right, with that right. being put aside, I would say if, if we get back up and running like yeah. we had before the strike and before COVID, uh, yeah. <laughs> then things would be booming. Honestly, we make so many movies here in Louisiana and it's it's actually I think there there's some good numbers about that, but there I think it's like a 200 films a year or something crazy. It's a, a lot, and a lot of them are Oscar winning. We have those great rich roots here with like big oak trees and the culture that people are fascinated by. So you want to shoot here, and those, when those shows are made here, and a lot of it is TV, um, that's where we can get those reoccurring roles or we can get those bigger parts. And I've just grown my career slowly by getting one after another after another. And 
it's been great. I mean, and I'd, I'd say you can, it, I do have to have the school and other supplemental things, but you know, our photography and photo business, um, and then filmmaking, I, all of those things I've created a career. Yeah. Um, and and, it's been and awesome. you and your husband work together yes. at like sort of adjacent careers under the roof of, of I wonder. Yes. Yeah. So and we have, I, I wonder, it's, it's like the, the spearhead for what we do. Um, cause, because it's something that creates income. But we're able. Ooh, look at this redfish. Um, <laughs> we are able to, you know, get to know the community, create opportunities mm -hmm. to meet people that might want to help invest in film. Right. And that is one of the issues: is like how to find people who want to invest in growing the art culture, or the, you'd say the tech culture. Yeah, how to find the people the that same, want? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of similar. Um, this creative industry that we have here, it could really grow in Baton Rouge if we had a film fund in Baton Rouge specifically that was for filmmakers to stay here because New Orleans has its own thing going but Baton Rouge needs more support for people who are actually living here making movies not just visiting and so because people a lot of people come to visit and then they go home that's a little different the tax credit changed and was and they've given us an ability to use the tax credit the younger filmmakers and that's how I made Daisy by using the Louisiana tax credit and so because I learned about the business side and was able to talk to investors they're like oh that's not too risky I think I can do that mm -hmm. right and so the tax credit they changed it, it used to be a three hundred thousand dollar buy-in to get into getting that tax credit and that's but all, when yeah. it went through that big overhaul they made right. it for the local filmmaker and so now I'm able to buy in at 50,000 yeah. and I can make a movie for a hundred thousand dollars and still get the tax credit. And that made it possible for me to think about like, Oh, I can get 40% back and, mm. and, and really on my Louisiana spend, it makes people, you know, like me want to go ahead and try to make a movie. And that's what happened. Yeah. So for me, when the tax credits went lower, um, or changed, mm -hmm. shifted, it actually benefited me in some way. That's great. As a local filmmaker. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Jen C. Hogan of Love Acting and Stephen Loy of the Louisiana Tech Park. We'll be right back after this short break. Support for Out to Lunch Baton Rouge comes from Adata Corporate Staffing, Basics Swim and Gym, and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, Infinite Health Integrative Medicine Center, Michelle Weighing and Measurement, Calibration Services and Measurement Equipment since 1947. New Orleans ice cream, available in select grocery stores, and Rev Realtors. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Jen C. Hogan of Love Acting and Stephen Loy of the Louisiana Tech Park. Stephen, tell us about your tenants right now in the Tech Park. How many companies do you have in there right now? And sort of where are they in their evolution? And yeah, yeah. So... You Annually, we work with anywhere from 40 to 50 companies, and that's the mem mem members that are in the tech park and then those that we work with with Ignition, Ignition 1.0, BizTech, and, um, and other entrepreneurs throughout the state even. And so they are um, anywhere on the spectrum of, of startups. They're very early stage companies are in our, like I said, our Ignition program, still trying to uh, find out who their customers are, who they're gonna sell to. Others are a little bit more, are more uh, mature. They have, they actually have customers, they're in, they've received outside funding and are moving forward. And I always like to say, you know, it really, for a good, having a good thriving ecosystem, you have to have something kind of like this gumbo that's in front of me that smells <laughs> delicious. You need a lot of different ingredients. You need uh, early stage companies who are very eager and you know, they're just, just very excited about what they're doing. But you also need more seasoned entrepreneurs who have been there and done that and have fallen into holes 
but they know how to get out. And so it really helps to have all that together because you kind of really feed off of each other. Maybe an entrepreneur who's been in here for a while is sees the energy of a younger entrepreneur and it helps them to kind of you know re-energize it. And so it really, um, we have um, a good mix of everyone that's coming together. And um, and so it's just, it's really evolved over the years. Like you said, I've, I've been here, I'm getting old. I've been at the tech park for over 20 years now. Wow. And you know, when we first opened up, it was all we could do to try to find technology companies. Now entrepreneurs and tech entrepreneurs are out there a lot more than they than they were, and technology has gone into different. I mean, there's a lot of sure. there's a lot of parallels and crossovers from the film industry to technology because oh, sure. you really need technology in order to make films, and so um, it's just interesting to see how entertainment technology have really come together and there are lots of resources like you said that the state has for both uh, industries oh, that's great i want to explore that a little more but just tell me you said 40 to 50 companies are yeah. they all physically located they, no they are all not? physically but some of them are yes some right? of them are yeah okay. and so we have probably 20 companies with it housed there and then some of them are just virtual members we have um, one member who's on located on the north shore and uh, we really never met physically until I was at Costco over the Christmas <laughs> break. And we saw, t uh, Joe and I saw each other and we kind of uh, looked at each other. And I was like, Joe, he's like, Stephen. And that was the first time that we were able to meet other than just the square box. But yeah, so we have 20, about 20, a little bit more over 20 companies at the, nice. under the, um, the roof there. Nice. Jensi, I want to hear more about Daisy, the movie that you produced. What does that mean that you produced, that you put up all the money for it, but did you also have creative oversight? Did you help, since you're a small operation, say, with auditions, with directing as well? Were you the whole thing? Well, Daisy came together um, with, for, with a group of filmmakers. We had been making shorts together okay, and building ourselves up. My husband and I, um, when, he, when I started getting roles that were just prostitutes when I, I was like 32, <laughs> he said, he said well. oh my gosh, I, like, I want to play a hero in a movie. Why do I have to keep playing these prostitutes? And he said, well, let's start making our own movies. So at 32, I you know, had my first short film called Madeline's Oil. And the manship has always been so like positive yeah, and supportive yeah. so they showed my film right and made it a big deal and put it in the paper and and then I grew you know and people invested in the next short and the next short and I was making shorts that were a little more high quality than just like in your backyard mm -hmm. um, and, and what's a short how long is a, a short, short film is about 15 minutes that's short and okay. um but I say it's about a thousand dollars a minute so if you really want to know <laughs> so anyway um we ended up you know after that a lot of people would uh, say, well, what's next? What's next? And so we want to tell a very personal story about ourselves and how we had decided to dedicate our lives to the arts and humanitarian work instead of having children and how we met and how we came to that conclusion. And that's what Daisy's about. And So it's something of a biopic? Or a bit. A little bit. It's a bit okay. of a biopic. I play, I play myself, but her name is Daisy. And we had to cast Aaron Hogan as someone um, because he did not want to act in the movie. <laughs> and... And then a lot of the students who are at my school at Love Acting got to be in the movie and play Fantastic. students. And so a lot of them had roles in the film. And so it was a, a very collaborative effort nice. to get this movie made. And we had people from Baton Rouge invest in the movie. So they were very highly you know, engaged yeah. in seeing the success of it. And so it was, it was a very beautiful community project. I and guess was say. it released? And I mean, was yes, it a, a financial a, success to the extent that you didn't lose money been. on it? We or? got our tax credits back, which means 
you know, people got like 35% of their money back already. Okay. And we're also, um, you know, we had our premiere in Hollywood at the Chinese Man Theater. Wow. Through Dances with Films. Huge. Yeah, it was very huge summer of uh, 2021. And then the movie came out 2023 online. Um, or 2022 was this was the Banship screening. And then thir- 2023, the movie came out on Amazon. And do you continue to promote it? And do you get we like do, royalties? We do. We if get royalties. Downloads it? And we had distribution. And so that is actually how you get your movie into the world. So we landed distribution. And then now we're getting checks. <laughs> That's how <laughs> that works. <laughs> and hopefully everyone will be happy and we'll do the next one. Excellent. You know? Stephen, you mentioned the three C's of, you know, the whole Nexus and Tech Park, right? The Capitol, the connections. What's the story on the Capitol? And do we see more money, you know, going to startups these days? We're, start, we're getting there. We, um, there's a, a federal program now down to the state called SSBCI, mm-hmm. and I hate to throw a lot of acronyms around but it's uh, it came down to federal money and basically what it means is there's going to be more funding for uh, early stage startups and wow. so there are two funds right now that are um, receiving those funds and I okay. think even more going to be getting them but and that's great I think what for us to help us really grow is we need to try to come up with some funding for the very early stage um, companies. Still like right? angel, angel money? It's or really pre-angel, pre, pre-angel money because angels like to invest in a, in a company that has a product in probably selling and making a little bit of money or at least some kind of proof of uh, that they're out there, that mm-hmm. they have customers. But I think what would be great if I had, if I could, my magic wand is to have uh, funding just for people that say, hey, I have an idea for something. And you know, they need to flesh it out and make sure that yeah. it, it makes sense. But being able to provide just $10,000, $20,000 for someone who has a great idea, I think would really propel us forward. Mm. Interesting, that's great to know. And, and Jen C., I think your acting school was a great idea. How many students have you trained over the years and um, and you have a staff, I saw online, you have several teachers, so it's a, it's a full-fledged business, huh? Yes. I'd say we've put, you know, two or 300 people through the program, and people come and go. Some people come and fall in love with it, and they're with me for six years. I just, yeah. you know, someone just graduated from high school who had been with me since she was 11. Oh. So that's a, that's a journey, right? Um, and there's lots of tears, and, and we miss her. She's at college now, you know. So I'd, I'd say there's about... Um, you know, hundred, maybe a couple hundred people that have been through it so far. And yes, it's so fun to be able to give people jobs, right? Right. But doesn't everybody like to write checks? And isn't that fun to be like, oh, I started something and now <laughs> I can write someone their check and they're going to go take, take care of their baby because of that. You know, that's, a, that's really rewarding. And I love being a business owner in that sense. That's really, really great. And you mentioned at the beginning, you know, agents and auditions. Are there a lot of agents here, and are there a lot of casting calls and auditions? There are a handful of very powerful ones. Agents. So, agents, yeah. yes. Some of them deal with L.A. as well. Hmm. Um, Based right here in Baton Rouge. Well, a few of them are in Baton Rouge. But if you're in Baton Rouge and you want to be an actor, your agent might be in New Orleans, and that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, or in Alexandria. They can work from home. So the agents are there. There's about five or ten, somewhere between five and ten. And then as far as casting directors, about five or ten as well. So once you get to know everybody, it's kind of like a small unit. And once they get to know your work, sometimes you just get a call and they'll say, hey, we need yeah. you for this. And you're like, oh, okay, I can play that yeah. prostitute. <laughs> I got you. So I, I guess last question is, you know, like, we hear a lot about 
they'll film stuff here, but they don't do the post-production work here. Same sort of thing sort of with the tech firms, you right. know, or even Biomed. A great idea, we kind of scale it up, and then it sells. But it, right. it never stays here and grows into a real business. Is this a Louisiana problem, or what? Well, when when we first opened our doors, we the companies that went out to seek, seek outside funding, um, usually they had to go out of state to find the funders. And then the funder said, okay, if we're going to fund you, then we want you in my backyard. So that means you had to move to Texas or to California. Um, now, think uh, because of technology, you know you can actually have funders that are outside of your state. But even now, with um, the other funds, the local funds, and I say local, I mean statewide, because mm -hmm. given our population, but um, you you can actually now be fully funded and stay here. We've had one company, Mastery Prep, that uh, had sure. what that mm -hmm. went uh, had a, a private equity last year. And they said, not only are we going to um, keep uh, Mastery Prep going, we want it to remain in Baton Rouge, and we want Craig Gehring, the founder and CEO, to remain there. And we, we're seeing more of that. And that's the kind of success story we want. Yes. And you met Craig Gehring on this show many years ago. And Jen C., <laughs> you, um, same, same with acting? I mean, yeah, film production. Yes, I'd say um, we're growing. We... We need more help from the state, honestly, just locally in Baton Rouge, because I really want to see it grow more. I, I would yeah. love to see more funding go towards something like a film fund here in Baton Rouge to train up young filmmakers, sound designers, people. And, you know, I see, you know, like Crafty Apes, for example. Right. They do yeah. all these this behind, um, basically at the post-production of all the graphics and stuff like that. Um, and so they're amazing. Um, and they're here in Baton Rouge. So we just need like five more companies like that to really build the synergy. The synergy yeah. to say we are a film hub in Baton Rouge, not just New Orleans, but you could come to Baton Rouge, house your whole people, all your people. And there's actually a bump to shoot outside of New Orleans. It's a 5% tax credit bump to shoot in Baton Rouge. So it's like if we could have just a few more people coming here, we could really build it. Well, Jen C. Hogan and Stephen Loy, it's so great to meet folks who are helping to grow the entrepreneurial ecosystem and also the cultural capital in this city through hard work and dedication. Thanks so much for taking time to share your stories and insights with me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks, Stephanie. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Jen C. Hogan of Love Acting and Stephen Loy of the Louisiana Tech Park. We edited this show to fit into our time slot here on WRKF. You can find our unedited conversation and find out more about Jen C. and Stephen on the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast on your podcast app and on our website, itsbatonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for its Baton Rouge.LA and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producers are Peter Raschuti and Ann Edelman. And today's show was engineered by JT O'Neill. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansour's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. 
Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, to learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com. 